0: vintage sustainability a podcast where gordon and john look back at 25 years of sustainable buildings
1: so gordon we'll have to stay at south bank stay south bank yes yes. Um, but before we go we're standing in our street my street yes about 30 years ago yes i thought i'll just ask you to half close your eyes Uh and think what the design of the houses are supposed to be about Right Oh John, you've challenged me
2: there. Yeah. Um, well I see there's a little bit of sort of fancy edge in there, isn't there, on that house, but they're very that very standard estate yes. from about 30 years yes. ago. Yes. Yes. So you, we could be we could be in any street, <laughs> any, in any any suburb, <laughs> up and down the country, up and down the country yeah. really. And uh, a lot of space for cars, yes, yes. where you can sort of park two yeah. cars, yeah. and a big space for turning around cars. For the, for the uh, bin
1: wagons. For the bin wagons, exactly. yes, bin wagons. But when you look at the houses, they've got this dinky gable thing. Yes. And the windows have got like stupid glazing bottles. Yes, out, so they're looking yes. like badly proportioned Georgian or whatever it would be yeah. Yes. And they've also got, you're not wrought talking
2: like an estate agent there, you no no, well, know. No, I'll try,
1: yeah. <laughs> And they've got wrought iron, um, sort of window boxes. Oh, were
2: they part of the, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, ah, so they were standard, yes, ah, yes. Standard. Ah, you've got one, I
1: see, yeah. And I thought when you half close your eyes, they're meant to be a kind of English country cottage, uh-huh. yes. And they also have got a landscape all the front gardens to make it look, yes, look tweed. Yeah, it's very pleasant, it is, it is very pleasant. It is, it is it's nice. very pleasant, but yes. Tormac Road, big footpath either side, and turn, yes. overside, as we said. So we have got to stay South Bank and see how it should be done. So, Stay <laughs> South Bank for for listeners who don't know is yes, yes. is housing
2: development. Yes, yes. in Gateshead. Gateshead about seven hundred houses. Yes, biggest big, big state big site of, site on the Garden Festival. Oh yes, I've got a whole. Yes. you got a whole thing on that I've Garden Festival. That uh, okay, let's let's, let's uh, get, get cracking. Crackin'.
1: Crackin'. So, John, t- tell me a, a little bit about this housing development we're on. What I are uh, yeah. seeing. So, um, Stathes South Bank, it gets us there from the Stathes, which were like a gigantic wooden structure, about 500 metres long, apparently. Ah, yes, yeah. And it was there at the end of the wagonways to drop coal into colliers for exporting coal all over the UK and, and, and the continent. Right? From Newcastle, of course, Coals from, from Newcastle, as opposed yeah. to yeah. the coal to Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the site, I mean, it's very of the site to start with, because it, yeah. used, it was very derelict, it was derelict for ages. And do you remember the Garden Festival yes, program? Yes, I went to the Garden Festival. So did I. Ah, right, um, 1990. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, set, it was reclaimed as part of the Garden Festival, and then when the Garden Festival's packed up, this site, which was near the river, upstream of Gateshead city centre, uh, the plants were very keen on having it as uh, an industrial land for job creation. You know, uh-huh. some, some big manufacturer might go there, Yes. Planners often have these dreams of the, the yes. buffalo returning to yes. uh, <laughs> And the other issue was the site was really very, still quite contaminated. So they waited 10 years and the hope that somebody was going to turn up to create some mm-hmm. jobs on it. And then yeah. eventually the, said they gave up and Wimpy bought the land. Aha. Uh-huh. And I think there was probably a plan, uh, there was some money available to decontaminate the site because the land values there are quite low anyway. Yes, you know the, the house prices are quite low. Yeah, so, so
2: remediation
1: and doing things cheap, but you need yeah. to do it before yeah. development. Yeah. So the land value is actually a minus. Re- yes. in, in reality, so yeah. they had to get a grant to do that. But in the meantime, um, Wayne Hemingway, Wayne of Red or Dead, Red or uh, Dead. Fashion House, Red yeah. and Geraldine, yeah. his wife. Yeah, uh, Wayne, who's a great uh, character, uh, self-publicist as well. Uh-huh. Uh, he wrote an article. Which was published in The Independent complaining about the wimpification and barretification of, yes. of, of England. You're basically com- complaining about house builders just putting their same house types, just like mine, all yes. over the country. Just all over the country.
2: So <laughs> wimpification or wimpification took off really as yeah. a bit of a. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't, baritification no, I don't purchase, well, I think baritification
1: had the same purchase, but anyhow, yeah, I think Wimpy made a good deal. Yes. But anyway, so so what they would do is they'd buy a field and they says Oh, we'll have we'll put a hundred Windsor four bedrooms and uh-huh. sort of sixty sandringham three bedroom semis and that's the job done. We'll just yes. dish them around some scope yes. sacks and that's as much as we have to think. Yes. About. And they'd sell them all, no doubt. And they'd sell them all. Well they'll dribble them out slowly so as yes. not to upset the local property market ah, as well. Yes, so yes. they'll just take the technology bit So
2: so anyhow, Wayne says, so Wayne, these, these guys not are not thought, doing
1: the best job they could. And Wimpy no. said, oh, we'd like to come around for a chat. So this is quite funny. I was reading an article about this last night, and, and Wayne Hemingway phoned them and said, oh, should I bring a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> he says, no, no, you don't need to bring a lawyer. We want to work with you. So, yeah. And they thought that they were going to be given a kind of a, a sop, a little public PR job of, like, designing a couple of houses and we'll yes. see what happens. And they says, oh, we've got this gigantic site up north. Uh, are you interested?
2: Oh, that was good of them. it was a fantastic Yeah, it
1: was a for them, really. And Ray Hemingway is yeah. actually from Morecambe, I think. Yes. So he's, yes. he's a northern lad yes. and uh, he, he quite liked the idea of, like, turning around this site, which was a bit of a no-hoper, really, because Wimpy's would have just stuck some starter homes on and, and hoped to sell them to, to to the local residents. So I think
2: I think um, mm. Wayne and Geraldine joined the design team yes. for the house and started yeah. input into yeah. So
1: there's the yeah, Wimpy yeah. lot and they got Ian Darby partnership, which is the local Newcastle architect called uh-huh. IDP now. Uh-huh. uh out on as the kind of architectural consultants. They got Arabin to help certify that the remediation had been done properly. uh uh-huh. And uh and away they went. Ah, right, yeah, good. And it was a success, I think. Were well, there not queues
2: to buy yes, yes. these houses when they first
1: came on the when market? when first released as cues to, yeah. to buy them. They, they sold them from the Marriott in, in Newcastle, and uh, Cainstead, which is not far from the site. But the other thing which is sort of quite interesting was the, the tortuous design uh, 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 process. Because to the, at the time, what they wanted to do, what... Uh, Hemingway was particularly keen on was having a kind of home zone design, and home zones are about trying to create a more pedestrian-friendly environment around the housing. Yes, around the housing, so So pedestrians have priority over cars. Yeah, Um, and you meet other occupants as yes, so there's more socialisation going on. So it creates a more children to play, And and it designed the houses around a kind of a horseshoe shape leading with little private gardens and then a kind of communal garden in the middle but that led into problems in the first place because the the engineers said oh well what about the bin wagons how will they go? we need a big turn. you know we need pavements and some turnings and the parking unlike my street where everybody's got a out and a drive the parking stuck at the end of the street and the police were saying, "Oh, well, it's the recipe of a disaster because we will really get the wheels nicked if the cars yes. are like down the street and not looked over by by the residents." Yes. So it took quite a bit of persuading, and Wayne is very persuasive <laughs> to get them to uh, right. agree to this relaxation of standards. So, uh, where we're we going to park when we we'll get there? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> there is a main drag into the estate, and there's two-hour parking there for non-residents. Ah, right. Wayne, I have done some reconnaissance. You have perhaps, you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne uh,
2: came came to the univ- Northumbria University. Didn't yeah, he a school yeah. about He was he? visiting professor. Visiting professor, I yeah, think. Uh, he gets uh, very entertaining. Right, good. Well, I think. Well,
1: how far are we, away then? A couple of miles. Uh, yeah, about a couple of miles. Okay. <laughs> so we're here, John. Yeah, we're here. So uh, we're looking. We're in a little main drag into the estate. So. I
2: am saying home zone beyond this point. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: as we used to say at Northumbria University, compare and contrast right. where you've just been to where yes. you've come now. Yes. Well, the housing isn't all the same, clearly.
2: Um, there's a little bit of a repeated pattern, isn't there? Yeah. And um, This is about 20 years old. Yeah. And um, that, that uh, cladding over there, everything looks in good order, actually, yeah. doesn't it?
1: Yeah. Everything looks the in good f- order. They've got different coloured bricks. They've got yep. slate slab cladding. They've got cedar yes. cladding. They've got monopitch roofs. They've got mm-hmm. little balconies. Yes. Fantastic landscaping mm-hmm. all over the place, and it's sort of fairly tame, mm-hmm. and quiet,
2: and I mean. big pathways for people to walk. Yes. there. That's yes. like quite, quite. Signum sort of potentially. It has a sort of northern European. Feel exactly. to it doesn't really yes. you know mm-hmm. you could be in the outskirts of Amsterdam or
1: yes, we'll somewhere in Germany that. or whatever. Oh, we'll come back to that. Yes. Okay. So we're going to go and see Maggie Stewart, who's a resident who I right. know, right? And she's agreed to have a chat and tell us about what it's really like. Right. So we we'll park here and it's about three or four minutes. But before we go, I thought I'd ask you to read out. The list of awards. Oh, these are awards. This, this is, is one, This yeah. is an award-winning development. All right. RIBA
2: Housing Design Award 2005 Best Large
1: Project. How mm-hmm. many houses here, John? About 700. Depends 700, the, yeah, yeah. About 630 to depending on <laughs> which website you
2: look at. So you see this sort of t- approach to design on sort of a small development, a big development. It's quite impressive. Yeah. CABE, Building for Life, Silver Award, Best Residential Project.
1: And CABE was a really important outfit. That was the mm-hmm. Commission for Architecture and Built and Round 2, very influential at
2: the time. Yeah. Yeah. A Build Magazine Best Housing led Regeneration Project. Oh, Northumbria and Bloom yeah. Silver Guild Award, yeah. an Urban Generation Category. And you're right, I can see nice landscaping around here. An RICS Northeast Renaissance Awards, Residential Category Governor. Fantastic. I'm sure there are more awards here.
1: Oh, that's just a small selection of the many awards. <laughs> well, I think we should go and talk to Maggie. We'll go and see Maggie, shall we? Yeah, right? okay. It's, it's very nice. Yeah, walking through the state. So we've got a flat tarmac surface. We've got mm-hmm. caviar's either side for a nominal footpath on the same level. It's core parking scattered about.
2: It's quiet for the middle of a city. Oh, that's fantastic. Bird song. Can you smell the... Yes. Um, some of the blossom, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And these are the famous bin stores. You see, they're like... Artfully disguised with wicker work. Yes, things. yes. And the idea was that you'd get to meet your neighbour as you went to put your recycling out, uh-huh. as opposed to being, sticking it in your back garden. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And again, you see the cedar on the on little porchy type things and the yes. brick render. Yes. Brick, different yes. colour render. Yeah. render brick. Yeah. Gable, entirely different colour as well. Has a look of Farrow and Ball, don't it? Farrow and Ball.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's
1: (laughs) Farrow and Ball paint colours. Yes, I think
2: so. There are other paints.
1: So here we are, the lovely sales Café, which apparently used to be the sales office. Yes, So when yes, the place I closed, I think it was, was it given to the community?
0: Um, it was given to the community reluctantly by uh, <gasps> <laughs> Taylor Wimpy, because originally they said it was going to be a café for the community, and then they saw the pound signs and thought they could try and sell it. Oh, right. um, and Wayne Hemingway stepped in and said, really? no, you promised a community café, oh. and that's what it's oh, going to be. Well done, so really he officially opened it well, a few months later. So it's lovely is, actually, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is. Yeah. We're sitting
1: outside. Yes. yes, and Maggie's joined us. Maggie's joined oh, us. Rivers fantastic. behind.
0: That's
1: great. So that's that's quite a, a nice piece about Wayne having actually having it retaining yeah. some influence and in, in yes, twisting stepped, arms. Yes,
0: he stepped in, and there was a, a grand opening here uh, one evening where he told everyone, you know, use it or lose it was, was mm, his yes. sort of message. Oh, yes. yeah. um, and the place was absolutely because he was here uh, yeah. it was absolutely stuffed. Yeah. It wasn't quite so busy in the subsequent days and weeks after that. But Wayne, my neighbour. Uh, next door neighbours to come along regardless, and uh-huh. like we're going to come and use this place. Yes. don't we'll care yes. that we've got kettles and coffees at home. We're still going to walk along here and we're going to have a coffee and we're going to have a cake. Here's the coffee, yes. mine, thank you. There you are. Thank, thank you. You're well,
1: well, welcome. Cheers. Thank
2: you. Enjoy.
0: Thank you. Okay.
2: So, how did you find out about the development? How did you end up here? Yeah. Um, well, and I when a, did you come here?
0: I, I came here in 2008 oh, because I had a house up in Westerhope. And I had a job in Sunderland, uh, which was finding difficult to get to. Uh, but my youngest son was still in school in Newcastle, St Huthbert's. So I kind of wanted a halfway house. So I just googled new houses in Tyneside. Uh-huh. And, and this place came up, and we happened to come on the day that they say phase two went on sale, which was just a coincidence. We didn't know that. So we, show, we saw in the, the show house on Riverside Road. And uh, decided after that that um, we'd have one of these.
2: So just by chance, you came across this development, yeah, really, yeah, and you in a way.
0: Absolutely,
1: <laughs> nothing. <laughs> this is sliding doors move, but, but it was
0: I'll just go and get some forks for the first. All right. But it was quite. <laughs> it was quite interesting because um, we'd looked at the show house, which is number ten. Um, and identified the one that we wanted. That was fine. Came back to the show house, and um, which is here, this cafe, uh-huh. which was the the uh, actual sales office. So we came along here, and I said I was interested in a particular one, uh, and how much were they? And she yeah. said, Oh, I'll have to ring my manager. We thought that's very odd because they've gone on sale today. How do you How you not know not the, the price? Price of them? We, and th- this is a genuine conversation of, Oh well. Can you, can you find out how much they are then? And we'll go for a coffee somewhere and come back. But a parting shot, which you know may or may not want to, to know about, she then said, um, well, you go away and check with your husband and come back. <laughs> that was her exact words. And at this point, my oldest son, was about 17, so I went... Looked at me and said, Mother, what are you going to say? What are you going to say?
2: (laughs) What did you say? I
0: said, I'm perfectly capable of buying a house on my own. So then she, uh, then she went bright red, obviously, um, said she'd ring a manager and get the price of this place. But they did insist that I came, and probably it happens with everybody now anyway, I had to come and demonstrate my earnings to say that yes. I could actually, yeah, work, which yeah. is fine because everybody yeah, does do that. that. Yes. Um, but I thought that was probably the last time I'd heard that kind of go and check with your husband.
2: Yes. What husband would yes. that be? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Where is he? He <laughs> <That's laughs> <one> does <deal. laughs> And you'd you'd seen the show house, and you'd liked it.
0: The show house was absolutely lovely. It was ah. really, really nice. I thought, well, we ah. must have one of these. Um, so yeah, so that's that's really the way it, it sort of developed from there. Uh, I didn't subsequently sell my house at that time, my own house, uh, but I kept this one in any event uh, and had two houses for a little while, as uh, short as possible time that I could manage, and then um, sort of moved in in October two thousand
1: and eight. Ah, I've heard that some of the houses here. I've got the living rooms on the first floor. Is that one of yours? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. In it the has. When they um, it's a bedroom
0: they the out to work. It's a, what they call a family room and a kitchen on the ground floor. Oh, Then right. they've got uh, a sitting room on the first floor and one of the bedrooms, uh-huh. and a bathroom, and three bedrooms oh, upstairs. Fantastic. So it works quite well, and it worked really quite well when you've got teenage kids who wanted to be doing different things and yes. you know, music and this and you know people coming and going yeah. so it worked out
1: perfectly. Excellent, and you said we can come and have a look? Yes, you go. can. So, the original designs apparently used one and a quarter parking spaces per dwelling and this was one of the controversial things that they managed to force through against probably popular price. So, is there a parking issue here? Uh,
0: there's always been a parking uh, issue here. Uh, some people have got one, I think, as you say, some people have got one and a quarter. For some bizarre reason we have one and a half spaces which maybe is for a motorbike or something in a car. Yes,
2: and what's
1: a quarter for, do you know? Well, I think there were was all... Is it just per, per dwelling well, there was, a, a like factor? expected one, every, every four people would have a visitor. Yes, like. yes right. Okay. Sort of
0: yeah, yes, yeah. There's, there's probably sufficient visitor parking spaces, possibly. Um... Depend on when you are, because I think they're used by people in the houses as a second car space. Right. Uh, um, because there's, you know, some of these, there's anything from one-bedroom apartments here to 5 bedroomed houses. So uh, with the best will in the world, a lot of houses are not going to have just one one car and the occasional visitor. It, it doesn't really work. So there's, there's always been issues about parking and who should park where and, and all of that. So I don't know I think it was probably a nice idea that we would all get on a bus and find our way to town or to a bike. work or a bike uh, until somebody steals your bike that you've arrived with yes, uh, which happened not. in my case so, <laughs> so from the bike store um, so, so in the early days there was, there was a lot of Odd things like that going on, um, but certainly bike theft was quite quite common. I don't think it is now because they, they came and marked everyone's bikes. <laughs> all gone.
1: Everybody's yeah. a bike. No, but actually, yeah. actually, as part of the design, there were communal bike stores weren't there they're like yes. the little greenhousey type things there's, next to the communal com- yes, cycling. There is
0: communal ones that are sort of open to view, but there was also ones that are attached to the um, apartment blocks. Oh. they've got their own bike store as well, and that's, that's where we put a couple of bikes and never saw them ever again. Um, um, so, But I don't know whether that was just a phase when we first moved in because there seemed to be a spate of bike thefts and, and petty crime. Uh, someone stole my a Blackberry. That was all, all those years ago when people had Blackberries. Um, interestingly, stole my Blackberry out the car, which I was working for A Council at the time, not, not the local one. Um, and left their iPhone. They dropped their iPhone on the floor. So they, they did it in a straight swing. <laughs> So Which I thought was quite fascinating. Oh, uh, a good deal.
1: Uh, yeah, Blackberry must wish it was still like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was, it
0: was quite fascinating.
1: So we used to bring students here. And I got chatting to someone, and there was a point made that people tended to stay within the development. They liked it so much, so they move shift up or shift down. Is that
0: is that actually happening? Uh, yes, I know of quite a few people who've done that. They've either move from apartments to houses, or from smaller houses to to bigger ones. Which I guess is a commendation for the estate. Everyone seems to be quite happy. And I mean, I've had the house since two thousand and eight, and got no intentions of yeah. selling it. Which is probably the longest I've ever owned a house in yeah. my life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think it's a place to for people to feel happy in and, and it just has a nice feel
2: a bit of a holiday no feel, feel about en- it no better endorsement yes that's right staying within the estate yeah. well John uh, Maggie's house is very nice it fantastic. great views down the river
1: yes, oh. yeah. and a great arrangement of space with a uh, kind of family room on the ground floor looking over. South facing back garden, yes, and then a first floor sitting room looking north over the river. Just... Yeah, great views. I can see how the,
2: how the limit relaxed really. See how people have stayed here. I mean, the estate's very impressive.
1: It's I... Yeah, I think, and I, and I think one of the other issues was about maintenance costs. That, yes. it's going to be ferociously expensive because one of the problems that it was in Biker and the biker, famous Biker Wall. Was that was extensively landscaped, but in the 70s and 80s the council didn't have any money to maintain it. But here they seem to have managed to get a service charge of only 200 quid a year to maintain the landscaping. It's uh, on the external
2: prist, landscape, It looks fantastic, fantastic. I think it's a success. It's I think that's a lesson, a big lesson. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh,
1: again, I was one of the sceptics about um, all the all the all the problems with security and. Uh, in communal spaces, and people would run off with the barbecues and the, or the, or or the bikes. Or oh, well, well, been a bit of that,
2: well, we've enjoyed our visit. Yeah, yeah. We recommend stays to anybody in the oh, region. Oh, fantastic. Yes, I'll back. Fantastic. Yes, it's, we'll all be back. It was brownie
1: Okay, all right. Well, we'll go and see somewhere else next time. Uh-huh. Just before we go, uh-huh. I want to s- make a point about the, the engine of the car. Than on the last one you inserted a V8 starting <laughs> off. <Yeah, laughs> yes.
2: But do people think you've got a V8? <laughs> yes. So this is
1: your electric Lexus. <laughs> yes, that's yes. Right. Yes, yes. So okay. as someone who purports to be reasonably green, <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> disclaim <laughs> right. the V8 Chevy sound effects you put in. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs>